0: And welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brewer Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone is having an absolutely fantastic day today. And I found it interesting as I'm doing more research and looking this morning, and the more now I do research, the more it's funny that actually some outlets, some mainstream media's, some platforms are actually finally starting to cover exactly what Ted and I brought up the beginning of last week. This is in reference to all the giant (laughs) bioweapon labs in Ukraine, and what in the world were they working on over there that made Russia so hacked off that started invading all these specific areas that, as we're starting to see now, a huge percentage of the places that Putin invaded were all the ones that had the bioweapon labs. Imagine that. The more we start digging into it, the more we're starting to find that the fact check is actually true. And the conspiracy theory is no longer a theory or a conspiracy. And that it's actually a real situation that's occurring as I talked to you guys in general yesterday. So we're going to continue to dig into this now as we're starting to see this is becoming a major issue. And I found it interesting because you hear these virtual virtue-signaling morons in the left now and their mainstream media and all their other platforms and some people that just want to walk around and act like morons. And they blindly follow and blindly parrot anything the mainstream media told them. And this has been abundantly clear with the Ukraine support. And I'm not saying that there are not people in Ukraine that basically – need help. I'm not saying that at all because I know women, children, families, they're caught up in the middle of this conflict and a lot of them probably do need help. I do know now though that there's a lot of Russians (laughs) in their own country that have no support for this invasion even though it's not what we think it is, but the 145 million citizens of Russia are also being treated pretty horrifically now. As I told you guys last week, Apple Pay Samsung Pay, Google Pay, uh, any platform, digital platform as far as finances, completely shut down. Visa and MasterCard stopped all virtual terminals with all Russian banks over there. As you guys saw, there were huge lines at banks and trying to get cash out as they completely and totally, essentially, shut down the economy. And what's interesting about it to me (laughs) is the same people that run around and say that, a digital economy and a virtual economy along with a Bitcoin or a you know cryptocurrency is so good, and this is great, this is grand, and this is wonderful, and this is something we need to do in the future because it's gonna be so effective. Just got a real eyeful, I think, in the last week in realizing that this is why <laughs> the digital currency is being pushed. Literally within a few days. You can shut down an entire country's economic platform. There are now people hoarding Big Macs from McDonald's, selling them for 200-plus euros in Russia. I'm not joking. McDonald's has decided they're going to shut down all locations in Russia. Now, you got to think about this for a second. You've got a conflict between an old USSR territory that is now Ukraine with multiple territory disputes and boundaries with Russia, you've got a country that has 15 bioweapon labs that were funded by the United States, operating bioweapon platforms on the border of Russia. You've got all this shady corruption in one of the most <laughs> one of the most corrupt countries in the entire world. I told you that they're ranked as number three in the entire world when it comes to corruption, primarily in um, funds trafficking. Uh, money, money laundering, and also human trafficking and child porn. I mean, that's just what that's what Ukraine is known for, but right behind Colombia and Brazil as far as most corrupt country. And you have this giant dispute between Russia and Ukraine, and now you have suddenly the entire world is against Russia and Russia's the bad guy because Ukraine and Russia are having this giant dispute. And again, I told you guys yesterday, why haven't we had any any news options or any media? discussing what's going on in Yemen with the what 130 women and children that just got killed just a few weeks ago and another giant bombing of a hospital or the territory Providence areas where they've gotten machine gunned down by giant out-of-control militias no that's 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 not that don't don't worry about Yemen Not going to worry about Yemen. We're not. Don't don't talk about that. We don't don't bring that up. We just we don't discuss that. What about what about Syria? When we had all these issues going on, and we were basically sending war fighters to Syria. What about Libya? That's right. We're not talking about Libya either. What about when we just shelled Iraq? You remember when we shelled Iraq for days? We shelled them. Baghdad shelled them. Mortars, airstrikes. Because remember and so I'm saying I'm weapons of mass destruction so we decided to shell all the civilian areas as well. No, no, Don't talk about that. Don't bring that up. But suddenly all of a sudden everybody needs to be in unison for Ukraine and don't ask questions. Don't wonder why. Don't ask why. Nor should you question why there's 15 bioweapon labs the United States put in Ukraine. This is what's starting to happen very very quickly. And now as we're starting to see more and more truth come out about this complete and total sham of a shot that's so toxic and so deadly, the fact that the FDA approved it is straight criminal. And I'm going to put that on the record. This isn't an accident, in my opinion. This is not a issue as far as with, oh, well, we just approved it for you know safety reasons for COVID. No, I personally believe this entire thing is as criminal as fraudulent, and is essentially wrapped up in manslaughter with this shot and the campaign and the research study and the clinical trials. When you start having the the basically control group has 123 excess deaths over the placebo group, which Pfizer had in the clinical trials, um, there's no drug, no vaccine, no clinical trial in history that has had that and actually gotten approval or emergency use, especially when you're talking about a clinical trial that went for three months, three months, and you already had this level of debilitating side effects. Yet again, not one single outlet that I have found has brought up what's happened with this Pfizer documentation of the actual clinical trials that was forced to release to the FDA now. Now, it's also interesting. Now, we're finding out, Just, just a week after the publication of this data, the agenda for the push of this kill shot is getting hit again. A request in a FOIA, Freedom of Information Request, followed by the blaze, HHS revealed that it purchased advertising from major news Networks, including ABC, CBC, NBC, as well as cable TV news stations, including Fox, CNN, NBC, and legacy media, including New York Post, Los Angeles Times, The Washington Post, digital media companies like BuzzFeed, Newsmax, Breitbart, and hundreds of local newspapers and TV stations. The outlets were collectively responsible for publishing countless articles and video segments regarding the safety of the vaccine that was nearly uniformly positive. About the shot in terms of efficacy and safety, hundreds of news organizations were paid by the federal government to advertise that the vaccines were safe and effective, according to the part of Health and Human Services that spent over a billion dollars in a marketing campaign to every single news outlet to parrot the exact same lie. Oh, imagine that. That's what we've talked about for years now, that the mainstream media is essentially just state-run media by the deep state in order to tell you what you should think and what you should do and where you should go. Over a billion dollars spent in a marketing blitz to every single mainstream media outlet to say that the shot was safe and effective. Part of what was described in the FOIA request as a comprehensive media campaign, according to the documents by the Department of Health and Human Services, ads on TV, radio, print, social media, every single platform was touched with these funds in order to keep people and including paying influencers on social media as experts to tell everyone that the shot was safe and effective the administration engaged in a massive campaign to educate the public and promote vaccination as the best way to prevent serious illness or health they appropriated one billion dollars as congress did in fiscal 2021 for the secretary of health to spend on activities to strengthen and that quote strengthen the vaccine confidence in the united states Federal law authorities with the Health and Human Services to act through the U.S. Center of Disease Control and Prevention and other agencies to award contracts to public and private entities to carry out national evidence-based campaign to increase awareness and knowledge of the safety and effectiveness of the vaccine for the prevention and control of diseases, combat misinformation of the vaccines, and disseminate scientific and evidence-based vaccine-related information with the goal of increasing rates of vaccination across all ages to reduce and eliminate vaccine-preventable diseases. This is what they stated at the beginning of last year, 2021. Now, isn't it crazy? Isn't it slightly ironic that every single thing we have been told about this shot is a complete and total lie. It doesn't stop transmission. It doesn't prevent individuals from getting it. It actually has no significant health benefit whatsoever. They said in the clinical trials that it may reduce your symptoms, which also now we've seen is a complete and total lie, as almost every individual that I've talked to that has gotten a shot caught COVID shortly thereafter, ironically, and then suddenly is now having debilitating side effects I have talked to so many people now in the last couple months that have gotten a shot over the last year and they're continually having health problems yet not a single word from anyone in the mainstream media. why well you know that that billion dollars goes a long way. You start getting twenty thirty forty fifty million dollar cut and that's your advertising budget for the year and you just got it in one chunk so you could talk about how good the shot is well, it's not that incentivizing to start talking bad about the shot while people are paying you money to talk good about the shot. Isn't that how it always works? Always has worked like that, my friends. That's why I increasingly tell you, get the truth out there, spread the truth, talk about the truth, and continue to encourage other people to hear the truth and make their own informed decision. What do you think, Dan?
1: Well, often the shot thing's turning into an unbelievable nightmare as far as long-term side effects for so many people that have taken it. Uh, you know, Deion Sanders now has had to have two toes amputated off one of his feet. Now, whether he had the shot or not, I don't know. I've contacted a friend of his who's also a Heisman Trophy winner who basically is contacting him to find out, for me, if he's taken the shot. We can also do some research on Deion Sanders if he have, was pushing the clot shot. But these long-term side effects are absolutely astonishing to me that they're continuing to get worse and worse and worse which is exactly what we told everybody what was going to happen when they started taking and giving the shot a year ago now the crazy part about this is after june the 30th 2022 the european council has amended resolution 2361 and no longer objects to compulsory vaccination for the entire continent of europe are you listening friends the EU has announced the legislation for the mandatory COVID-19 certificates to deprive you of all freedoms if you do not have a QR certificate. If there's a majority of member states signing the legislation, a compulsory vaccination will be in, in, introduced. At the end of 2022, 2023, there will also be a digital currency, which, by the way, Biden has just signed an executive order exploring the use of taking and creating a digital currency here in the United States. In addition, the EU will impose a digital ID on every EU citizen. The Dutch already have this and are already referring to the EU version of the website. All ATMs will be, placed, be replaced by a QR code. ATMs in the near future, Belgium is already installing a full swing. If these QR code machines are integrated, cash can no longer be used or withdrawn from banks or anywhere. The EU aims to make cash completely worthless within 1.5 years, within like 2024. The EU is preparing a climate CO2 quota for every citizen, and the EU permanently deprives every person of their physical integrity. A copy of the amended resolution can be downloaded and has been downloaded to the website at healthmasters.com for you guys to look at. Uh, This thing hasn't gone away. They're just using the war to obfuscate it. They're trying to use the war to prevent us from taking a look at what's really going on behind the scenes. Now, this thing, if this resolution passes in the EU, they're going to be a bunch of peasants. They're not going to have any rights at all over there. But, of course, they don't have our Constitution and they don't have our Second Amendment. So they pretty much have been enslaved ever since the European Union was formed, which is what was going to be promoted and has been promoted by Kissinger 30, 40 years ago for the formation of these states we talked about on yesterday's show, that they could all then be incorporated into one massive state. See, it's very difficult to take 150 or 200 countries and bring them into a new world order. Very difficult to do that because you can't get all the constitutions lined up properly. But if you get these... Groups like the African states will basically all come together. European states have already done that. have all come together. The Eurasia states with Russia and China all come together. So you have 10 or 12 major states like we have in the United States, and they all come together for a one-world government under a one-world constitution under the United Nations, underneath the Zionist-controlled Luciferian, Rockefeller, Rothschild institutions. This is where we're headed with all of this stuff, and we keep telling you guys this, and everybody says, well, why in the world do you keep talking about this stuff? Well, I just, just – this, yeah. and I'm going to say it again. If you guys could figure out another reason that these guys are all doing this, uh, let me know. Let me know, and I'll, and I'll try to incorporate it into the theories that we use on the show. Here's an interesting article here by Moskiff, and it says, Zionists have hijacked Biden's administration foreign policy post-ex-Senate candidate." Mark Dankoff, a former U.S. Senate candidate, says radical Zionist zealots like Anthony Bilkin, Linda Thomas Greenfield, and Victoria Newland, and now Richard Nephew, are absolutely hijacked on the Biden administration's of key posts. So we have all of these people. You know, Newland, we know she's Jewish. You know, she knows she married Kagan, who wrote the thing on the New American Century to start overthrowing governments. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, guys. Project for the New American Century. Yeah, that, that thing turned into, I think, it's all left of that organization now is a voicemail. But the Project for the New American Century, which was put together by neoconservative Kagan, who's also Jewish, uh, basically, uh, Robert Kagan uh, he stated goal was to promote American global leadership. The organization stated that the American leadership is good for both for America and for the world. and sought to build support for a policy of military strength and moral clarity. Over 25 people signed the statements and the principles, and including – President George W. Bush, there you go, that's a real person, of a bastion of normalcy. Dick Cheney, another one. Donald Rumsfeld, another one. Paul Wolfowitz, who's the man who headed the takeover when we went into Iraq of putting in the Rothschild-controlled central bank in Iraq. You guys can look it up. They had an independent central bank that was being promoted by by the Iraqi people. That wasn't what we wanted, so Wolfowitz went in under the guise of the Rothschild banking cartel and put in a central bank. So we, we've got to kind of go back here and we got to step back a second and we got to, we got to start looking at these people. We got to start looking at Richard Haas and Roger Wicker and Adam Kinzinger and all these different people and what they really believe and what they want. And there's a really interesting article that was put out by Unz. I'm going to read you part of it. And the front picture of it is a big picture of Zelensky who is holding a jersey, a sports team jersey with a swastika on it. I'm, I can't make it up. Sharon is posting it on her Instagram account as we speak. So here's Zelensky holding a jersey with a swastika, but he's Jewish. All right, so isn't that an oxymoron, a Jew promoting a Nazi swastika? Well, that's not really what they're doing, is it? They're trying to let you know that they kind of like fascism, what it stood for, state controlled of you know corporations and working together. Is that what they're promoting here? But Zelensky's holding this swastika jersey. Well, you know, we gotta take a look at all of this stuff and we need to realize that this propaganda is never-ending. The American public has become increasingly convinced that the United States looks weak and must stand up against Putin. Richard Haas of the Council on Foreign, he's also Jewish, on the Council of Foreign Relations is now calling for regime change in Russia, while Senator Roger Wicker and Congressman Adam Zinginger, as well as former Chiefs of Staff Generals, are demanding that the United States establish a no-fly zone over Ukraine, which would require... U.S. destruction of Russia air defense capabilities and shooting down of Russian planes, among other measures, which would cause us to go immediately into World War III. Former GOP Vice President Mike Pence has called for anyone supporting Russia to be kicked out of the party, which no doubt produced a large purge of members who were reluctant to go to war on behalf of a foreign country. Of course, we always known that Mike Pence was bad. That was pretty obvious on January the 6th. Meanwhile, the completely deranged Senator Mitt Romney has described anyone speaking up for Russia as almost treasonous, suggesting that Romney would benefit from looking up the definition of treason of the U.S. Constitution. And then Pat Robertson's warning that Russia, you know, attacking Ukraine, but the real target is Israel. <laughs> but other more stable people are making two basic arguments to justify the increasing engagement of Washington in the fighting. The first is the vague claim that the Ukraine versus Russia is all about the maintenance of freedom and democracy in Europe. It's not. That's generally how President Joe Biden and other politicians describe it, since it does not require any further explanation or discussion. The other argument is rather an elaboration of that, claiming that there was some type and some kind of post-Second World War consensus, that the aggressive war to require somebody else's land should be condemned by all nations. Wait a minute. The problem is that neither is justification for involving the U.S. in a conflict where it is not actually threatened requires something more substantial. In other words – the Ukraine's eight ten thousand 10,000 miles from here. We're not going to be attacked by the Ukraine. <laughs> Russia hasn't attacked us. Currently, the Ukrainian government of Vladimir Zelensky is seeking to broaden the conflict with Russia by attempting to join the European Union. He's called for volunteers to join the fight in a foreign legion. He's also, because he's Jewish and he's queer as far as I'm concerned, he's also not to – those two can't be mutually exclusive, by the way. I know a lot of Jews who aren't queers. But he's also contacted Israeli Prime Minister Bennett and suggested that Bennett persuade Putin to participate in peace talks. There's a less conciliatory appeal to world Jewry and joined the attack against Moscow's economy. <laughs> you know, this is, this is absolutely crazy. He's saying that Nazism is born in silence. And he goes, this is why it's important that millions of Jews around the world not remain silent, because Nazism is born in silence, but he's holding a jersey with a Nazi swastika. There's also more than a measure of hypocrisy in the Biden administration taking the lead on punishing Russia for aggression. The United States has gone to war with Vietnam, destroyed governments, engaged in completely illegal military occupations in Afghanistan, Iraq, Somalia, Libya, Syria, Egypt, assassinated senior officials from Iran. It's not been punished for any of these actions. Its ally Israel bombs Syria on nearly a daily basis, engages in assassinations, kills panacellas and Palestinian children, and annexes Arab land that is obtained by force on the Golan Heights and West Bank, dispossessing the original inhabitants. When that happens, the U.S. Congress and the White House look the other way. All the Israeli war crimes, as well as those carried out by the Saudis against Yemen's, have been endorsed by successive Bush, Obama, Trump, and now Biden administrations. Beyond that, Ukraine is no democracy. The nation's current government came into power after a 2014 coup engineered by the gay Kenyan, Barack Obama, in the State Department that cost about $5 billion. The regime change was driven by State Department Victoria Nuland, again, another hardcore Zionist, with a little help from the international globalist George Soros, another hardcore Zionist. It removed the democratically elected Russian President Viktor Yanukovych, who was unfortunately for him a friend of Russia. Ukraine is... Reputedly, both the poorest and most corrupt country in Europe, witness Hunter Biden, Zelensky, who is Jewish and claims to have Holocaust victims in his family tree, of course he does, is a former comedian. Now tell your children to hold their ears closed for a second. Close their ears. Zelensky replaced another Jewish president, Petro Poroshenko, after being heavily funded and promoted by yet another fellow Jew in Ukraine's richest oligarch, Richard Kolinsky, who is also a Israeli citizen and lives in Israel. As an entertainer, Zelensky, one of his musical acts – I mean, I can't make this stuff up – consisted of playing his piano with his penis, suggesting that Ukrainian humor has some unique characteristics. These people are a bunch of weirdos, guys. After the election of the post-coup new model Ukrainian government in 2014, opposition parties were declared illegal. I keep asking myself, why do Washington polymets, why policymakers and media who should know better give so much – To care so much about Ukraine. It has no strategic value to the United States, and Russia's demands were both reasonable and negotiable. Now, what's really interesting about this is if you look at all the parallels with Israel, et cetera, et cetera, you start to realize that the Zionists are fully in control of what's going on in Ukraine. A lot of people believe that the Khazaria, which was this, which Ukraine used to be Khazaria, which was the home place of the Akhenashi Jews, is one of the reasons they want to take it back over and maintain Jewish control over it whether that's true or not, I have no idea because this is like you know, 1,400 years ago. But what's interesting is after considering the parallels with Israel, it then occurred that maybe there was the unusual angle, meaning it was all about protecting Jews. The argument that succeeds in Washington where all else fails and makes the Bidens, Blinkens, Pelosi, and Schumer stand up and salute. And even a befuddled Donald Trump who's now asking everybody to buy him a new luxury jet, which is almost Ridiculous if he's supposedly supposed to be a billionaire, has seen the light and is now calling the Russian intervention a holocaust and is joking about false flagging U.S. F-22 fighter bombers as Chinese and bombing Russia. Wait a minute. Trump's saying it. Oh, yeah. According to the article, the Jewish media is also showering Zelensky with praise, referring to him as a Jewish hero, a modern Maccabee resisting oppression, a David versus Goliath, t shirts sharing bearing his image. Showering Zelensky with praise, referring to him as a Jewish hero, raising millions of dollars for Ukrainian aid. The Jewish Telegraphic Agency reports that 2020 Demographic Survey estimated that besides a core population of 43,000 Jews and 200,000 Ukrainians are technically eligible for Israeli citizen, meaning they have identifiable Jewish ancestry, the European Jewish Congress, yes, there is such a thing, says that the number could be as high as 400,000. If that is true, it is one of the largest Jewish communities in the world and includes at least 8,000 Israelis. I said this to you guys A couple of weeks ago when this all started, I told you there was a Zionist connection to all of this stuff. I told you. And a lot of you guys emailed me and said, can you show me where the information is on that? I linked it back to you. And now I'm reading this, and I've posted this on the Health Masters website. Remember, the Rothschilds control Israel. It is their fiefdom. The Zionists control the Middle East as far as policy there. They routinely bomb Syria on almost a daily basis for absolutely no reason whatsoever just to be mean, I guess, and shoot Palestinian children for sport. All of this stuff is happening while we speak, but nobody wants to talk about it because APAC, the American Israeli Political Action Committee, and the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, is so powerful in Washington. I mean APAC has like 40,000 workers and volunteers. It's a huge organization. And it constantly picks people up like, I guess, me and Austin and Jeff Rents and a bunch of other ones who say anything about Israel or anything about what's going on in the Middle East that's not positive about Israel or what's happening in Palestine as being anti-Semites. It's not true. If, if, if Florida starts bombing Georgia and we start talking about people in Florida bombing Georgia and we say we shouldn't do this as Floridians, we are not anti floridaites We're pointing out a problem that needs to be resolved. You know, Florida now is is basically coming out now and saying that children should not be injected. They're coming out and saying that we can't, you know, talk about push the gay agenda to three to six-year-olds, which is really, really good. Florida is doing a lot of stuff that's really, really impressive at this point. So I really like, you know, our buddy, you know, our, our our governor here. But, but the reality is is that who's really pulling the strings, who's really telling DeSantis what to do, who's telling Trump what to do, who's telling Biden what to do, and then you've got to go back to the world international banking cartels through the World Economic Forum and all these other people now who are pushing digital currencies. Everything we told you was happening is happening, and it's sad. I didn't want to be right about any of it. I really didn't. I wanted to make sure that I was going to do the research on it to find out what was happening. But guys, listen to me. This is a mess. This is why I constantly talk about Jesus. Christians, I talked about it twice this week, don't need to be involved in rebuilding a third temple. You don't need to do any of this stuff. Christians need to stick with Christians and support Christian organizations and ministries that are the real deal of being Christians. It's so important that we understand that. If we don't keep our hearts and minds in Christ, this new world order is going to happen. It really is. We've got to wake people up and tell them to get back to Jesus. If we'll do that, things will change. But, guys, I want to bring you this article this morning out of Unz and read it to you. Because, yeah, by the way, the owner of Untz is a Jewish fellow. Just thought I'd mention that, too. So he's trying to just tell you what's going on. Same thing Paul Craig Roberts does. If we talk about something Israel doing or something these people are doing who are neocons, which are almost all Jews, if we talk about that, we're not trying to be mean because not all Jews are like this. A lot of Jews want to be left alone like the rest of us. But the reality is there's a group of people that are controlled through the Kabbalist international banking cartels that are running the planet. And that's what we've got to understand. These people are Satanists, and they want their new world order under Lucifer. And you can see it happening before our eyes. So, again, if you're not awake right now and you're not energized by what's happening, uh, you got to tune your channel in a little bit tighter because something is really weird happening right now on this planet. and They're trying their best to push this new world order. Austin, what do you think, my friend?
0: Yes, you're exactly right. One of the issues that we've continually seen is that Americans suffer from short-term memory loss. That They simply want to look at things and go, oh, yeah, by the way, I don't, I don't remember that that happened to me last year, so I'm just going to forget about everything that occurred, and I'm going to continue to believe the mainstream narrative. I've never in my life seen so many fools buy a lie this fast like we've seen with Ukraine. And Ted and I called it from the very beginning. And it's not that I'm pro-Russia or I'm pro-Ukraine. I'm neutral in both of them. Quite frankly, neither one of them are our problem. We're making it our problem because we have the unbelievably darkest deep state clowns that are involved in some of the most sadistic engagements in Ukraine with bioweapons, with child trafficking, with human trafficking, etc. The list goes down the line. Remember the emails that came out with Hunter Biden's laptop? All the stuff, oh, yeah, we got to give 10% to the big guy once we get the check in from Ukraine. All the stuff that happened with Hunter Biden over there, the, I mean, with Biden talking about how he's gone over to Ukraine 12 or 13 times, and he told basically the president that if they didn't install a new attorney general, they were going to get their billion dollars of aid. Now, I just saw an article last night. That Mitch McConnell and all of our moron clowns that are completely and totally compromised in Congress have now approved a thirteen billion dollar grant bill to give thirteen billion dollars to Ukraine to help support them. Um, I don't. I don't know if anybody remembers. Again, short-term memory loss happens a lot in the United States. Over the giant debacle in Congress about. Simply funding a wall. Do you remember that whole theater with Donald Trump when he first got into office and he said, we are going to build a wall. We are going to build a border wall at our southern border. It is crucial that we secure and support our borders. We cannot have open borders in this country and continue to maintain and be successful. And one of the things he was absolutely right about was securing the borders. And you remember, I think it was a five or six billion dollar budget for the border wall, that he wanted to finish part of the border wall. And the hardcore leftist Marxists like Pelosi, her and her witchcraft, and all the other ones that were running Congress, were said they were willing to shut down the entire government, defund the entire platform, and not allow any of the budgetary increases to go through because they were not going to allow Trump to have his border wall because they did not think it was crucial to spend that much money on securing our border. Anybody, remember, remember, remember that? Oh, yeah, that's right. Everybody seems to forget that now. Oh, but now we're giving double that amount of money to Ukraine in an open wallet check. Oh, we're, hey, man, there's $13 billion. You know, I know you're having a rough time. I know gas prices are high in Ukraine. I know you guys are in the middle of a giant war. I know all that. So we're just going to cut you a check for $13 billion. You know, I hope it makes a difference. What about the 330 million Americans right now that are absolutely over budget and running up their credit cards because fuel's pushing $5 a gallon on a national average because they're allowing the speculators in the oil market to run the price of oil up right now instead of controlling the market. Why is the fact that we still have in some cases up to $2 plus in taxes, in state and federal taxes on fuel right now? Why hasn't that been removed to help support the local Americans in the economy. Why is it the fact that we shut down fracking and shut down the Keystone pipeline? The first thing that Bumbling Maffoon did was shut it down. Well, the answer is very clear. And I've said it for years, and I tried to do my best to encourage people to stay away from these platforms, EV platforms. But now you're seeing. Almost every single news article is now coming up with articles on why you need to get an EV vehicle. You need to buy EV. There was a comedian, late-night comedian show host. He said the other day, well, it, a dollar or two is something that we can just go along with because it's, it doesn't – you can't put a price on peace of mind right now. And I drive a Tesla anyway, so it doesn't affect me. Guy's net worth is like $75 million dollars. Oh, it's not a big deal. A dollar, two gallon at the pumps, not a big deal. I drive my Tesla. What? What happens to the single mom that's waiting tables right now? That's making thirty, forty thousand dollars a year. Now her gas budget's gone up. It literally in one year has gone up double. Now it's thirty, forty dollars a night in fuel to get to work. I was a server in college. I waited tables for a year and a half while I was in college, and tips make a big difference because. You remember back the well back when I was serving, it was like three fifteen with service pay. So sure. I mean you go work you know an eight hour shift and you got like twenty four dollars on your check and then they took taxes out of that. You made like 18 dollars in an eight hour shift. You lived on tips. I paid my rent, that paid everything basically <laughs> when I was in college. And the thing about it is what nobody seems to understand. When you start allowing an out of control, tyrannical government to do this to you and have no accountability and blame another platform, it's going to have enormous effects on the entire economy. First thing they've already said now is a lot of people I've already slowed down going to get coffee and Starbucks and so forth, which I'm not a fan of. Starbucks, I've never encouraged people to go spend seven, eight dollars on a cup of coffee. I think that's asinine. Not to mention most of it's crap, anyways. If you wanna have a morning drink, take something like the purple stick. Or if you if you have to drink coffee, make your own coffee at home. It's not that expensive. It's not that difficult. Going out and buying Starbucks for seven, eight dollars a cup, I mean that's a horrible investment. I, I know people done it. I've seen it. people do it. I remember in college, there's multiple friends I knew. They every single day, man, they gotta get their Starbucks fixed. Gotta get their Starbucks fixed. I'm like, man, must be cool having forty, fifty dollar a week budget just to blow on coffee. I'm like, you can go buy a really, really, really good bag of coffee at the store for $20, $30 in the last year, entire month. Oh, I got to get my Starbucks fix. My, my favorite, my personal favorite are the churches that put Starbucks inside their churches. When the CEO of Starbucks blatantly said, we will match any dollar that our employees put towards Planned Parenthood or any other type of organizations. And if you own a firearm and you're a Second Amendment, and you enjoy weapon platforms you can take your business elsewhere we have no we have no will or want to accept you for business yeah but hey make sure you put them in them churches you know you got got to make sure you keep that revenue up for your 501c3 corporation make sure starbucks is donating that money oh yeah make sure we don't talk about that i'm, I'm going to get some emails on that comment i already know that <laughs> but this is again what we're starting to see and I, I had another friend call me up yesterday and they were trying to get some numbers on some of the food buckets. They said, man, I, I need to get a couple. I said, slide through. I said, we got food buckets in stock. I said, I, I feel like everybody in the last couple of weeks has been stopping by the office and grabbing a couple of them. I said, you know, we got the two-pack and four-pack special. We can you know, take care of you on that and get you some good deals together. And the thing that a lot of people, I think, are failing to realize right now is that self-sufficiency and being able to defend oneself and one another Are very, very, very important platforms to remember. And that making sure you have the ability to do so is crucial as an American, as a patriot, as a business owner, as simply somebody that stands up for constitutional values. And I sent a text to a couple of buddies last night because I looked it up. And, you know, I don't remember if anybody looked and has seen. A lot of the weird incidences that have occurred with almost every type of mass shooting and mass incident here in the United States, where it's like every time something occurs, it reminds me of that film Wag the Dog. Now, I don't know if you guys have seen that before with, with Dustin Hoffman. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's got some, some vulgar stuff in it, but essentially he goes and has this big you know sexual affair, and then they come back in. They say, listen, we, we're going to have a pageant. We're going to have a pageant war with Albania right before the elections. I don't know if you've seen this movie before. It's a very interesting film, and it's way too true of what we've seen right now. We're going to take everybody's mind off this right before the election, your whole debauchery you're involved in, and we're going to go to war with Albania. And they literally take a girl, and they put her in front of a green screen with a bag of chips of food and make her run. And then put a huge platform in the background, it's you know, computer generated thing of uh, basically machine gun fire and burning buildings as she's running away and trying to get away in this country that's under siege right now, and that's why we're gonna go to war with Albania. And the whole thing's complete and total lie. None of it's happening. It's all Hollywood theater. It's complete and total obfuscation. Well, I've already told you guys. I obviously there's a conflict going on. But when you start looking at certain things, you got to go, was this just wagging the dog? Are they making us look at this? Are they making us focus on this simply to make us not focus on what else is going on? I know there's so many things that continue to occur that majority of us see. And then, like I said, a couple weeks later, nobody talks about it. Like the gene sequencing that was found in the COVID, sars COVID 2 that it was patented by Moderna back in 2016 – Nobody's talked about that. Or why is it that the top two Pfizer board members resigned right before the approval got released after they saw the clinical studies that have now been shown to be a complete and total nightmare? Tens of thousands of adverse events in the clinical studies. Tens of thousands with over 1,200 different types of adverse events shown in the clinical studies. Then you try to hide it It right there, right in the research. You can look it up while everybody goes, no, don't don't worry about that we need to support Ukraine because well we're, we're told to support Ukraine we don't we don't actually know why but we're told to do it and if you don't support Ukraine you're a neo-nazi skinhead right-wing Republican that deserves to be dying yo know, that's that's not accurate at all that's actually jumping to massive conclusions no remember I told you to wear a mask or you're a grandma killer two years ago Well yeah how that how'd that age? How those clinical trials age showing that there was almost no efficacy whatsoever with masking to prevent viral exposure. Whoa, Austin, do you not remember the trial with the CDC where they took dummies in a lab and they put a mask on one and they put another dummy with no mask and they put them 10 feet apart and they basically compressed their abdomen. And there were remnants of small droplets on the individual that wasn't wearing the mask. And when they put the mask on him, it was shown 80% to prevent transmission. Transmission of what? Two dummies in a lab wearing a mask, hitting each other with aerosol spray? That is your clinical trial you're standing on with the CDC to tell everybody they still need to wear a mask like a peasant and run around with a muzzle on? I was actually very proud of our attorney general, our surgeon general in Florida yesterday. He came out and he pulled out a mask. He goes, well, These are pretty hard to find in Florida. And he goes, This is done. We're done with the COVID theater. Anybody that is still telling you you need to wear a mask right now is literally playing dress up. This is COVID dress up rehearsal. There's no reason whatsoever for anybody to be wearing masks for COVID. If you want to wear a mask because you like looking like a peasant wearing a muzzle, that's your choice. But there's zero clinical data that actually shows these things do anything. I mean, he hammered it. And I was actually proud. I was like, wow, finally. Finally. Finally, after two and a half years, somebody's actually really talking about the same thing we talked about. But again, you still see people at Publix. You still see people when you go out. You still see the airlines that are still forcing people to put paper mask muzzles on when they sit together side by side. But again, wasn't that the entire goal? To compliance? To force everybody to do exactly what they're told to do and not ask questions? You know how many people now... Hundreds upon hundreds, from what I've been told now, of people, if not thousands, are on no-fly list all across the country for even simple arguments with airline attendants over wearing masks. And I get it. Being an airline attendant, you got to deal with people in a confined space for an extended period of time. It's a, I, it's a difficult job. I'm not even going to knock that. But then you got to ask the secondary million-dollar question. Is every airline attendant this Confused on real truth and real research, and the answer is no. Just a large percent of them simply are following the rules. But then you have to ask yourself a question: Are you supposed to follow rules even when you know the rules are detrimental to your health and they have no legitimate reason? Remember the one male airline attendant you guys saw in the video? I think we posted on the website where the guy's eating and drinking, and the airline attendant walks up to him. The gay guy walks up to him and goes, "Hey." you got to wear your mask. He goes, I'm drinking water. He goes, no. When you get done drinking water, you pull your mask up and you put the cap on your bottle. When you want to drink more, you pull the mask back down and drink more water. And then you pull your mask back up. And he goes, that doesn't make any sense. Why would I do that? And he goes, it doesn't have to make sense. You just do it. And I went, whoa. Whoa. That's the level of brain training that people have been exposed to for the last two years. It doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to be about science. It doesn't have to be realistic. It doesn't have to be basically stated in real research. It's simply what you're told to do. Then you start hearing and realizing the real truth of what was going on. It was all about submission, control, and obfuscation to do one of the largest financial wealth transfers we've ever witnessed in U.S. history at the same time breaking down small businesses, not only arresting and fining them, but bankrupting them. And now we're seeing the PP loans have now gone into full-blown audit effect, and you're seeing enormous thousands of companies that took these loans now are having their books completely stripped wide open by IRS for the last five to ten years. No legal reason whatsoever, but simply they got a loan one year on the PP loans And all of a sudden now their entire financial records are completely exposed because why? They signed a contract. Always be cautious of what you put your signature on, my friends. Because remember, once you put your signature on it and you hand over a form or you hand over a title, legal ramifications on getting that back or protecting your privacy or preventing yourself from being molested by the IRS or ATF or any other alphabet agency – Pretty much disappears. That's once right. You, once you put your name on something, once you agree to something, once your signature is on it, that's pretty much it. I remember years ago, I had a buddy that was dealing with one of those agencies, and they told him, they said, "Well, you have to sign this form and let us know that you're agreeing and that you understand what you're doing or what was done was basically, you know, illegal." And he goes, "No, I'm not signing any. Why would I sign that? Well, you have to sign it." And he told me, he said he called up his attorney. He goes, "You know, attorney so and so." They're telling me right now I have to sign this form. He goes, do not pick up a pen. Do not put your signature on anything. Tell them to get off your property. If they want to sign it, they can sign it themselves. They can put refusal to sign. Do not put your name on anything that you do not 100% agree with. That is a fact that everybody needs to understand, and we have to remember, it is our responsibility to look out for ourselves and our family, because as we have seen now in the last couple of years, nobody in the Fed or IRS or any of these agencies is coming to save us. In fact, the quite opposite. I saw photos yesterday, some of the most disturbing behind-the-scenes photos of the Waco invasion that I'd ever seen before. One of the buildings adjacent to the Waco compound, the David Koresh compound, by probably about a quarter quarter of a mile away, they had actually—this was law enforcement, this wasn't even the FBI. This is actual local sheriff's department had actually cut a hole through the side of the wall in the building in a girl's child bedroom. There are actual Barbie dolls and a small bed in the bedroom in the background photos. You can see it online. And they set up a three-post tripod with an M60 belt-fed machine gun and had it aimed at the Koresh compound for over 46 days in this bunker with a fully automatic belt-fed machine gun. Aimed at a 100 women and children in a compound because they did not want to come out of the building and they decided to burn the building down. That is how much your government cares about you. They're willing to machine gun you and burn you to death in order to protect you. Wake up, my friends, and realize it's time that everybody gets the truth out there. Do not comply with unjust mandates. Continue to get your voice out there and stand up for what you believe. What do
1: you think, Dad. Uh, You're right, Austin. I kind of laughed for a second when you were talking about the gay flight attendant. And uh, let me just make a little joke here. You know, (laughs) a lot of times, you know, when women have their monthly cycles, you know, their personalities change some. And they start – the word they kind of use is biatching about stuff, but I'll just kind of say it that way. And I've seen the same thing with gay guys they act like a bunch of biatches sometimes and they start picking and saying things and doing things and act like a bunch of women i had a pastor that i knew that i no longer associate with he'd gone on a bunch of female hormones i kid you not to lose weight because he was morbidly obese and he started acting like a biatch <laughs> I mean, it was unbelievable and so you see these flight attendants acting like this and you're kind of like wait a minute we don't need to act like this you shouldn't act like this why are you acting like this and it, it's a joke He says even a joke You know, in the gay community where they talk about he's acting like a biatch, you know, and all this other kind of stuff. And, ladies, I'm not picking on you because guys have hormonal issues, too. (laughs) They also have lowered testosterone. They also have mood swings. They have hypoglycemia. I'm just making a joke about that particular instance. By the way, Governor DeSantis does it again. He tells us all yesterday that physicians can go off-label to treat COVID, including the use of ivermectin. Wow. Why didn't that make mainstream news anywhere? Governor DeSantis says now doctors can use ivermectin in the state of Florida to treat covid. I'm really really starting to like this guy. He's absolutely amazing. Now, let me share one other thing to you really quick. You know, we got to realize that these highly orchestrated events between the Russia and Ukraine and the World Economic Forum are real. Alex Newman and Brandon House revealed that the Ukrainian president Zelensky and Russian President Putin are both connected to the World Economic Forum. We talked about this weeks ago. And Putin has been working with the World Economic Forum since the early 90s, 30 years. And Klaus Schwab is good friends of Putin and that he was a member of the WEF Young Global Leaders. Alex Newman said that Henry Kissinger and Putin are close friends and he advises the Russian president frequently. How about that? It means Kissinger's telling Putin, what to do. Newman went on to reveal that Putin plays along with this climate fraud of the United Nations because he knows it's a scam to deindustrialize the West and then bring in a new world order. The pair discussed the end game of the world government and globalist strategy also on the show that they're talking about that was posted by Need to Know News by Gia Griffin, who was the writer of The Creature from Jekyll Island. Let me tell you a funny story. Years ago, when I was doing Hagman, I got slammed by media. And after him, because I made a comment on the Hagman about the creature from Jekyll Island. <laughs> the guy was so inept. This troll that came after me, he was saying that I said that there were animals and creatures that were running from Jekyll Island that were destroying the world. <laughs> I can't make it up. He was so inept he didn't even know that that was a book. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. And I thought to myself, Wow. These guys are just, they just are told to go out there and say stuff about people, try to discredit people. So it's just absolutely crazy to me when you see this stuff happening. By the way, turmeric is now being shown to protect against dementia, cancer, and other diseases. We've got a really good product called turmeric force at the office. It works great. I take it every single day. It's great for anti inflammatory, for inflammation and creating anti inflammatory conditions. By the way, Wisconsin now, this is really important, has reported on the 2020 election fraud results in a call to decertify the election. So this whole thing was taken away from Trump. Whether you like him or don't like him, this thing with Joe Biden winning that election was a complete and total cabalist lie from hell. That's all it was. One more comment. One more thing I want to talk to you about. Soybean oil. Number one, soybean oil is loaded with estrogen. Don't use it. It'll give you man boobs. There you go. We can call it got a if you'd like. It can also change your brain chemistry. It can feminize you vegetable oils with seeds like soy canola sunflower grape seed corn all of this stuff are loaded with omega 6 if you take anything over 10 grams a day, you cause, cause problems in the long run. These seed oils are incredibly inflammatory and drive oxidation into your body. This oxidation, in turn, triggers mitochondrial dysfunction, which massively decreases energy and causes you to become sick and diseased. Soybean oil has been shown to cause irreversible genetic changes in the brains of mice. This was true both for unmodified soybean oil and soybean oil modified to be low in L.A. Both produced pronounced effects on the hypothalamus which regulates metabolism and stress responses. A number of genes in the mice that were fed soybean oil were not functioning correctly, including a gene that produces oxytocin, the love hormone. About 100 other genes were also affected. The changes could have ramifications for energy metabolism, proper brain function, and diseases such as autism and Parkinson's disease. Use olive oil and avocado oil. That's the best one to use. Olive oil is also really, really good, but you got to make sure it hasn't been adulterated because these two basically can end up causing all kinds of problems with you too if they're not a good quality source and high, an organic source. Also, organic butter is better than any of these omega-6 fats. It really, really is. I use, we use, that's what we use. We use, we use the organic butter at the house and we use pure olive oil. A lot of good things you could use out there that are good for you in cooking. But don't use those Omega-6 oils. Guys, I have the opportunity to pray for you today. I love you, and I appreciate you so very, very, very much. You guys are awesome to me. Austin, finish up the show, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.
0: Absolutely, and that's why we continue to just encourage people to wake up and wake up their friends, wake up their family. We've been trying to do this for years and years, all the way back when we started the show in 2015. So I encourage people to do your own research. Make your own decisions. Don't just parrot what you're told to on national television or mainstream media outlet. Continue to go out And do your own research and wake people up the best you possibly can because it's crucial right now. Everybody continues to keep their body and mind strong. So I told you guys yesterday, the potassium iodine people, I told you people were calling me up asking, well, should I buy a bunch of it, you know, for protection, nuclear fallout? Well, it, the product is used for that for potassium iodine. Absolutely. But it's a good product to use on a daily basis for overall thyroid health. His dad talked in detail yesterday. So. It's not one of these things to where you need to wait to the last minute to get certain things or you need to wait to the last minute to stock up on this. I've encouraged people this for years. Slowly buy the things you need that you know you're going to use. If you're running ultimate multiple for you and your family and you're going through a bottle a month, it's a great idea to have two or three bottles on tap all the time. If you know you and your family eat X amount of calories every single week, it's a good idea to have – X amount of calories for at least two to three months. Everybody always asks me how much food they should store. I said, well, that's completely dependent on you, your family, and how much you eat. I said, me personally, I think a good, strong number is about 90 days of food for you and your family. Anything more than that, it starts to become a point where it's like, okay, where are we really going to go with this? You know, I've talked to people before that, I got I got 10 years of stored food in my basement. I'm like, dude, if you're still eating stored food, 10 years later... I mean, there's a high probability you're going to have a whole lot of other issues going on around you globally and economically and worldwide if you're eating you know, stored food in your basement 10 years later. So, I mean, there's got to be a realistic aspect to what you're doing and an overall goal as far as being self-sufficient, but also keeping funds and keeping basically things currently in check. So, again, I encourage everybody, stay prepared and stay strong. The United States has always been known for being one of the most prepared countries in the entire world. Like I told everybody last week with the Battle of Athens in Georgia, when the U.S. service members came back from World War II and found out they had a corrupt mayor and sheriff. And they descended on the police department over a complete stolen election with automatic weapon fire and BARs, Browning Automatic Weapons. They said, we are going to take the ballot box and it will be counted in front of everyone that is the resolve in the heart of americans just simply 70 years ago let's get that back my friends as far as standing up for the truth standing up for freedom and standing up especially is not just for us for these young children get the truth out there healthmasters.com if you guys need anything the superfood complete on sale is product of the week 20 percent off you guys voted for it it won healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always.